Welcome back, folks. Thanks for tuning in to 1110 AM on your radios. In case no one has uttered any sort of warm regard towards your physical form today, I would just like to say, it's nice to see you. You look lovely today. Not that your worth is based on your appearance, and not that I can see you right now, that would be weird, but your heart, your spirit. You really are so wonderful. You know that? Just all around wonderful. Full of wonder. Of incredible and curious things. Your existence creates so many beautifully unanswerable questions. Speaking of creating unanswerable questions, someone sent this into our Facebook page this morning, and I gotta say, I'm not quite sure if it's a message, a poem, a warning of some kind, maybe a dream... Not sure, but it was sent with a little text that said, If it's not too much trouble, could you please play this on your show? Thank you. And I thought that was just so nice that I have to, you know? So, here it goes. Dog barks. Morning comes. Snake in grass. The shifting sands. Enduring omens, mountains reach nothing, bird of prey collapsing slow, signals in the fields, beast crawls, wild and fierce, one last step and cry from far, winds howling gladly, candles sway vivid, one last step. Stay very close, all sleep, back and forth. Blood spills across fields. Now you go still in my arms. Death takes in red peace. Trees sways in silence. The snake in the grass waits. Symbols after death. Winter shrouds. Greedy, grain of salt, of love long lost, chasing of fire. Well, if that was a poem, well done. You've got some real descriptive talent. Maybe graphic is the better word. If it wasn't a poem... Please get in touch with us here at the station. We'd like to talk to you about it more. Our first story tonight is something of a doozy, if you don't mind my saying, listeners. Not that we here at the station report on many stories that aren't doozies. It's an interesting pattern we're sure you've noticed. 
Anyways, we had a call come in from a nearby traveler who was passing through the area earlier today who said in their message they're not quite sure how they knew our phone number, they just sort of did, and that they weren't sure who else to call. Bones, they said. A massive pile of bones off one of the dirt roads in our little township. That's all the information we have on the matter so far. If anyone has any information on the bones, or would like to come forward and claim the bones, please contact us here at the station, and we can connect you with the proper authorities. In other news, 18-year-old Annika Sanderson, who works at the Tim Hortons and always seems to make coffee better than anyone else, emailed in last night saying she saw something weird near the end of her shift yesterday. In her email, Annika detailed how she usually works the evening to night shifts, and last night she was emptying the garbage outside and saw two person-shaped things in suits standing on the service road out back, the one that runs parallel with the end of the parking lot. She says they both paused, like, and stayed stationary for a while. The moon, Annika notes, was bright and illuminate, and cast a sickly pale glow over the asphalt and everything that lay between her and these mystery people. Then, they each raised a hand in near-perfect unison, said her name in greeting, and walked off, heading towards one of the residential blocks. Annika found this encounter unsettling, as she was sure she had never seen either of these people before, and she was even more certain she had never introduced herself to them. She insists they were too far away to see her name tag, and despite the moonlight, it was too dark to identify anything distinct about them. If any of you have had similar encounters with these mystery suit people, please call us here at the station. Feeling ancient, like you've been carrying the weight of sadness more years than you've been alive? When was the last time you sat in the sun? Listened to the wind in the trees, felt it run its breezy fingers through your hair and across your cheeks? Stood ankle deep in a field or a creek? Considering it's winter, it's probably been a while, but there are winter alternatives. You can still stand in the sun. Mid-morning is the best time. Make sure you're bundled warm, but catching some of that glorious UV radiation on your porch is still totally an option. Maybe wear sunglasses, though, to prevent snow blindness. You can still listen to the wind, but you probably don't want to let it touch your face this time of year, 
or your hair if it's wet. I wouldn't recommend standing in the creek either, or, well, on the creek, as the ice probably isn't thick enough yet to support you. But you could run a warm bath, drink some herbal tea, listen to the radio, write some poetry, say a prayer, talk to a loved one. There are many, many ways to find the warmth of life, even in the winter. And it's important you take the time to do so. Let's take a look at the weather. The mountains in the distance seem to have moved in a little closer today, weatherman Todd announced in a statement. The low, snow cloud rolling in from the west, it seems, could be in some part a measure to conceal this movement, however unsuccessful it's proving to be. There should be little to no lasting consequences resulting from this geographical adjustment, but it is something to be aware of. Weatherman Todd wants everyone to know that he will now be keeping a closer eye on the mountains, to keep track of any possible future movement from here on out, and that if anyone wanted to volunteer to be on the mountain watch, he would greatly appreciate the assistance. In response to the previous report concerning the great mass of skeletal remains and other bones found on one of the back roads, town council contacted the station over one of the brigs to reassure us that it is a dump site for the Department of Natural Resources to bring roadkill. Not that any explanation can necessarily make finding a large and obviously deliberately placed pile of animal skeletons in a remote area any less unsettling, but I hope that brings you some comfort and clarity. Charlotte Mulroy reached out to the station to publicly say thank you to everyone who has been reaching out to her family with support. She says all the dinners, playdates with her children, and offers to run errands have been an incredible blessing at this time. And she would like to give a special thanks to the Faceless, who kindly came into her home to finish remodeling the bathroom, which had been put on hold by her husband's illness. She has also compiled a list of other families in town currently in a similar situation to her own. If you are feeling generous and community-minded and are interested in ways you can support them too, Charlotte said in her message she passed the information on to Father David at the Anglican Church, and you can contact them there to get in touch with people in need. Hey, Jess, you've got a call on line one that's been waiting for about ten minutes. Not sure why. Want to take it? Sure. You don't mind if we take this, do you, listeners? Could be fun. And you're through. Hey there, mystery caller. You're on air. 
Hello? Is anyone there? Can anyone hear me? My name is Elliot. Wait. Elliot Housley? Hello? Martha, are you getting this? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'll start recording. Is anyone there? I don't know if you can hear me. There's a lot of interference, but you're coming through okay. Are you hearing me? Hello? I think I heard someone. Where are you? I... I can't hear you anymore. I don't know if you can hear me, but... I am here. I just... don't know where here is. It's... flat. Not flat like physically, but somehow flatter. Emptier. Flat like... Like there's nothing but horizon. Flat like a heart monitor. When there's no heartbeat. Martha, call Mountie John. On it. Elliot, if you can hear me, please keep talking. It's cold. The sun here is eclipsed. It's always eclipsed. With tentacles of light writhing along the edges of the black iris. The mountains. I've always liked being able to see the mountains in the distance. They've become jagged hunks of crystal, shattering what light can make it here into an infinity of colored pieces. Sometimes, the wind sounds like a snoring, cosmic beast. It's peaceful, ancient, but horribly unfathomable in size. I think... I think this is death. I don't know what else it would be. I don't think it would feel like this. I... I don't want this. I don't... Elliot? Elliot, stay with us. Where are you exactly? I don't understand. Mom? Dad? Can you hear me? Martha, did you get through to John? I'm trying. The phones are acting up. I'm scared. I'm really scared. I'm cold. It's, it's freezing here. Like it's only ever been winter. Like, like that, that winter when we, we got that snowstorm in October. I, I went outside and I played with my dad in, in the snow until our noses went pink and we couldn't feel our ears or toes. But we went inside and mom made us hot chocolate with cinnamon. And we knew warmth again. My toes are cold and I can't feel my ears, but dad isn't here. God, my head hurts. Oh, Mom. I just want to go home. I'm tired. I want to go home. Elliot, hang on. If you can hear me, just hold on. I can't get through. 
We're going to try and find you. I have to go now. I, I don't know why. I just do. Something... Something in me just knows. It's time. I... want to stay, but... I can't. I don't know who's out there, but... This... This is... This is goodbye. Elliot? <clears throat> Listeners, while Martha and I try to sort some of this new information out, we're going to take a break. Here's a word from today's sponsor. A list of words that may or may not be a coded message for a select few. Debonair, jittery, sincere, stove, downtown, brother, redundant, mitten, purpose, impartial, eyes, sedate, letters, worn, bushes, hollowed, puncture, ablaze. Listeners, our show tonight is coming to a close, but we received some tragic news over the break. A body has been found in the river. In the report we just received, it is said officers Van Rim and Glendon responded to a call reporting bloodied snow and a deer carcass dumped in the river presumably by hunters passing through a quarter of a kilometer from the building. You know which one. When they got there, however, they soon realized it was something else. All we know so far is it is human. And it has antlers. Authorities have not confirmed any other details at this time, and an investigation has been started. Any information is to be reported to the local force, or to town council, who will pass on the message if they deem it appropriate. There's no way, at this moment, to confirm or deny whether the body is that of either missing boy, Superintendent Stanford said in his statement to us. As the investigation is brand new and ongoing, the amount of information that can be released is limited for the time being. Hold your loved ones close tonight, folks. We're holding you close, in our hearts. Thanks for tuning in.